0: You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig and I'm the host of the podcast and I'm joined by John and Greg this evening. All right, guys? All right. All right, evening. All right. Now, apologies that we're a wee bit late this evening. It's 10 o'clock on Monday night. And unfortunately on Monday I normally do my, my research and watching the highlights and so on and I haven't done any of that because I was busy. I got invited to watch a football match at Ibrox. Kicked off at six o'clock. It was a McDonald's event and they were they support grassroots football for with the SFA. So it was like a it was grassroots coaches that were playing against a Parliament FC, which is apparently a real a, a side team. Anyway, it was it was a game I wanted to go to because I was allowed in via the front door at Ibrox. And I, know, uh, I,
1: know, I, know, I, I know you prefer a back door.
0: Normally, Greg, <laughs> but not tonight. And I was allowed to sit in front of the director's box in the comfy seats. So it was pretty good, pretty enjoyable game to watch. The standard was patchy at the start, but once everyone's nerves settled in, it was okay. So I wouldn't have been late because I could have watched the game and then come away straight away. But after the game... We realised that we could maybe go a wee bit of a wander, so me and my mate and went behind the scenes and found the the uh, tunnel. The title did
1: right? We <laughs> no, didn't they find the title
0: <laughs> <laughs> We found the tunnel and we thought, right, we'll head down the tunnel and see what's happening. Next thing, we ended up at the dugout, and then we thought, right, this is us. We've reached the dugout. We're, we're pretty chuffed with us. Then the ball boys were leaving. And they had a football and I thought, right, this is my last chance. I'm never gonna to get to do this <laughs> again. So I shouted at them, got the football off them, and ran off to the other side of the pitch with the football. Superb and then by the time I got there I realised nobody's stopping me here. So me and my mate had a kick about it at Ibrox.
1: <laughs>
0: Excellent. <laughs> oh what? I was like I was like a wee kid. I was loving it. Did I was running scored? everywhere. And... Did you score? Yeah, shot in the goals. Oh, I scored. Oh, aye. Of <laughs> course <laughs> yes, I did. The thing is, my mate laid me off and I decided I'm, I'm not going to hit a blast because I don't want to hit it over the bar and I'm going to have to clamber about the stand to try and get it back. So I, I tapped that wee bit closer and hit it for about two yards out. That was enough for me. And then they, when we finally got off the pitch, we went behind the scenes and had a chat with Owen Coyle in the, the dressing room. Oh, aye. Aye, so it was... A wee bit of an eventful evening. So that, that's why I don't know anything about the games, really, at the weekend. So apologies, and apologies for being late. I
2: take it there was <laughs> some security then left?
0: Hey, there, was, there was a guy at the front desk, but uh, was right. I could have played on, to be honest. <laughs> but I just thought, no, no, the podcast comes first. <laughs> I can't enjoy myself too much. But that oh, oh, was right. brilliant.
2: So illegal activities then, Craig, eh? No, no, that's
0: allowed. Football's allowed at Ibrox, John. That's all right.
2: Aye, you ought to tell that to the players.
0: (laughs) Maybe done for trespassing. Anyway, we normally start off with a charity bet, and it was a good one this weekend. We went for, was it Michael Moffat? Anyway, he didn't score until maybe the third goal in the game, so he didn't win us that bit. But we managed to come up with a double, which was Dundee and Hearts, which sounds such an easy bet now that it's come in. Managed to win £67 off that. That's what I'm but, talking about. Aye, right, which takes our total to about £410. I couldn't add it up last week, John, but I've I've done my sums again. So now it's we're up last. to about £410. Yeah. Right, so it's, it's good. Pretty it's, good
1: it's a good it's pretty return. It's
0: a good return. Any update from McBookie,
2: whether they're giving us any bets for the playoffs?
0: Oh, I've not explored that avenue oh. yet, John. Don't worry, I'll get on it. I'll get on, get it. on it. Charity. On now it. I know it's charities involved, I'm going to have to get more focused. Right, so did either of you have a look at uh, the upcoming games of the weekend? See, Did anything jump out at you? Any first scorer bets jump out at you? I've
2: not had a look at it, to be honest. But if I was going for something, it might be someone to do with the Dundee match. Because surely, now that Dundee are top of that championship, they
0: will not fail to get promoted. They're playing at home to Dumbarton in their 2-5
1: Aye. Talk of them having sold or talk of them selling that game out, expectation levels high.
0: There you are then. That could be right. a good
1: bet, even at two to five. If you go to favourites, you go you go Dundee, Falkirk and Hamilton. All Falkirk odds are, eleven to twenty. Hamilton one to three. That's pretty good. But that's uh that's just literally just did a quick look before we I we come on there, so I don't I've not even looked at the the other divisions, there might be other things in the <laughs> the other leagues.
2: Dundee United away to Inverness. Inverness are awful. I don't know how we we ended up drawing 0-0 with them. awful side. And Dundee United off the back
0: are five one victory against Motherwell. Well, they can market. hump Diddy teams, so it depends if they can hunt
1: hump Inverness.
0: Yeah. <laughs> By twenty nine twenty. That's pretty good.
1: It's a good price. It's a good price for for United like John says. Inverness are chronic at the moment, so well that, that ten pound look that.
0: Ten pound on that returns. £70.89. pence. So what's that for? Is that just for a just for Dundee
2: double? Or is that the Dundee double plus Falkirk and Hamilton? Oh, Dundee, Falkirk, Hamilton and Dundee United. Right. What do you think? That's, ah, it could be a shout. Three homes and one away. It's alright. <sighs> Dundee United minus one, almost 41. So you could just go for Dundee and then Dundee United minus one? Go for a Tayside double.
0: Aye. Do you think so? I think that sounds good. Forty-one's pretty good. Right, okay, we could go with that. Forty one's more than pretty good. Right, so ten pounds on that return, sixty seven pound twenty pence.
1: Oh I yeah, like it's the same as we got this week. That's a, it's a sign. Well, it's a sign. Well,
0: right? Well technically uh, it would be fifty seven pound 20 because we don't get the stake back, Greg. That's of course it is. Minus a yeah. stake. But don't worry, don't worry, we'll use it as a sign. <laughs> right, so ten pound courtesy McBookie on Dundee and Dundee United minus one. Maybe we'll come back to the first scorer bet bit later. Because there was a few games at the weekend, and I hope the two of you have been watching the highlights. Because as I say, apart from the Edinburgh derby, I've not really seen much. Unless you wanted me to talk about ah. the Rangers game, of course, I could talk about
2: no, that.
0: Right. Uh, I watched the highlights. I uh, well, we yep, have seen them all. Right. Well, why don't we start with an exciting game? Celtic six 0 Was
1: it exciting? No, really. I think it was. It was. It was sort of one way traffic. Apart um, from the highlights, it's always hard to tell if it's exciting. I mean, they scored the six goals, and it looked as though they probably done another couple of chances as well. Inverness had a, a a penalty saved. Pretty poor penalty, has to be said. Slapped one on the soft. ground. I yep. want yep. it? Yep, pretty soft one. Um, Celtic always always looking comfortable. Griffiths and Stokes again. If this is a if this is a sign of things to come for these two, then um, I, I think they're going to they're going to be hitting forty fifty goals between them next season. No bother. Uh, two of them seem to link up really well. Stoke seems to seems to enjoy playing alongside Griffiths as well. The two of them just seem to seem to click. So, yep, um, high business as usual for Celtic. And like John says, Inverness, really pretty poor. What about the Dundee United game? Do you want to talk about that in detail, Greg? Do you want to relive every goal? I've only seen the highlights, but to be honest, it, was, um, it could have been more for Dundee United. We uh, keepers had a couple of good stops and um, there was a couple of other chances uh, that have missed the target, but I mean, we've, we've nobody able really to play against Dundee United all season. It's been a bogey team all season for us and uh, I think they pumped us at Fir Park for nothing. We, we lost up there earlier in the season, 3-1 I think, 4-1 maybe. Uh, and we just can't, we can't handle the pace uh, that United have got on that side. We don't have any um, we don't have them to match the runs. Uh, judging by highlights, it looked as though we were playing with the back line far too high up the pitch, which gave them like acres of space to run it now which they which they duly exploited. So it's a real sore one for us on uh Saturday. But I, to be honest I didn't fancy I didn't fancy our chances up there for a win, but I thought we might have we might have taken a point. But I'm just kinda of hoping that's us getting the get the bad game and the running out of the way. Hopefully that's the, the bad performance done and we can can pick up some points in the next two next two home games. So seeing this running, Greg, mm. what are you what are you
0: hoping for? Are you like are your fingers crossed for second spot, third spot, or are uh, you not really bothered?
1: I hope it goes. I hope we take it to the last game of the season. I hope we're still playing Aberdeen in the last game of the season for, I guess, probably second place uh, at the moment. Uh, if we finish outside second, I don't really I don't really care where we come, but I think it would be, I think it would be good to take it to the, take it to the final game. And uh, it was interesting last night in sports, seeing a lot of the, a lot of the pundits and uh, the guys on Twitter are sort of. So I think in Aberdeen they've got it wrapped up, but if you look at the next two games, we've got well, we've got St Johnstone at home on Saturday, which isn't an easy one, but it's a home game for us. And then we've got Inverness at home on the Wednesday. Uh, Aberdeen have got Celtic away and Dundee United away. So I mean, it's it's conceivable we could pick up six. Aberdeen could pick up none, which leaves it um, all to play for on the, the last game. But I just I kind of hope we just keep it alive. Yeah, uh, with, with with the final game and give us something to something to play for, but we better damp scrub if it's all over. But honest,
2: I think it's a good chance that will go to the last game of the season. The form that we're in, we cursed too many draws. Mm. Um, recently, you
0: have got a good um, chance against Celtic, John, did you? Aye, well, easy team, there. I think actually playing
2: Celtic suits us better because they'll come and ha- they'll come and have a go at us. Whereas that's where we can kind of break with the likes of Paul and Hayes McGinn when we try and break down teams we're not as effective. Um. So hopefully, it'll be the same again at the weekend. I don't. Celtic will have most of the ball. That's going to happen naturally, and then just hit them in the counter sucker punch. But as Greg was saying earlier, Stokes and Griffiths are looking really good as a partnership. Um. So, but then same same time, our defence is pretty solid. Um. If if there was any team
0: you would think could maybe kind of stop them from scoring, that would be us. I just don't see Celtic really uh, letting up. And the running. I know that there's many fans have wanted to see a lot of youth, but I just can't see it happening. I don't know if the, the points totals are a, a big thing for Lennon, or whether he's wanting to get the the team on a decent run, thinking uh, Europe, European football. Because to be honest, it's not that long away from the Aye. Champions League qualifiers. I know we've got the World Cup, which makes it sound like it's ages away, but it's not. It's not that long.
1: Aye, I I don't see. I don't see Celtic lighting up. Um up anyway because they've kind of got a responsibility to the to the other sides that are uh, in the top six and that are still competing for things to get and put a strong side and a strong performance and I don't. Can you know what it's like Craig, it doesn't? If you're playing at a game of blooming five sides a team after your work, you still want to win and I don't see it being any different for professional football players. the fact the league's wrapped up, I think, is kind of an side. because if you've got a team of professionals out there, it doesn't matter who they're playing. They want to go and put a display on and get a win. I think I think we added sort of. Um, I did sort of bonus, and Saturday of the Aberdeen have have managed to get a couple of couple of victories over Celtic uh, this season. I think Celtic will be determined to come back and, um, you know, kind of go out with a with an emphatic victory because it kind of sends a marker down for next season as well. You know, if Aberdeen were to go out at the weekend and take points off Celtic again, then, you know, it gives them it gives them real confidence for next season to actually go and mount a, a sustained season long challenge. So it'll uh, be interesting one to watch. But but back to the and we need Motherwell need to. Uh, two home wins in the trotter, and less than two, homes in the win- two home wins in the tra- and I think, we're, I think we're out of the running, so two huge games for us coming up.
0: Aye, uh, elsewhere, Aberdeen, St. Johnson, a wee slip-up, John. A <laughs> couple of mistakes from
2: defenders. Uh, Clark mm. Robertson, working an awful pass back. and then the boy Miller, who basically just passed it to Rune. No, it wasn't even a bad pass back it was just he just passed it to him. Um I were kind of struggling, really struggling to break down teams recently. Um, I think Paula and Hayes, since they were injured and then came back, they've not really looked at the kind of top of their game. Um, and we really need them too to be kind of creating things for us to be kind of winning games. Some um, of the boys that kind of go in the supporters uh, in the supporters' club, they were all saying, "I, it was gonna kind of a serious lack of creativity." And then Stevie may coming back to haunt us again. Mm. Um so like at the semi final, one of the boys said, "Oh." when we were 1-0 up, he was saying don't worry, Stevie Way's done nothing against us and then bang, bang, 2-1 beating the semi-final gutted um, yeah. Stevie Way just looks he looks a, he looks like a player that's too good for us it's sad to say but he just looks like a player that's too good for our league well,
1: um, it's, it's one of the reasons I, 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 somebody, was, somebody was saying that to me as well but I don't know I, I don't know whether he just looks as though he's a, he's a player that's really good in this league again, I I'm not sure if you went and, and and extracted him here and put him somewhere else, he would be as good a player. But I, I think he's a guy. I hate using this term because it sounds like it's a, a bit derogatory. But he, I think he might be a guy that's found his level. I think he likes playing in the SPL, and that's not to say he, he can't go and play for a bigger side than St. Johnston. But I just I just think he's a he's a great fit for this league and this style of football. And I wonder if he moves or if he eventually moves and goes. I, mean, I guess down south in the championship or something. I'm just I'm not sure he's going to have the same. He's going to have the same impact because up here he's a guy that plays week in week out, and he gets his chance and he gets his, his running sides. And you know down in England that doesn't always happen. And I think I think it'd be a shame if it was a, a case of another Scottish players that are going down south and, and their career just, um, going by the wayside like it's like a Willie when he moved as well, just uh, oblivion. So. Um, I mean, he's, he's definitely got what it takes to play in this league, but whether he's whether he's got the equipment to do it elsewhere, I'm I'm not so sure. It's I going think to went... be a tough summer because, as you say, it's
0: such a difficult decision. Does he go and end up in the wilderness or does he stay and miss out on that big move? Like, take, I'm thinking of Charlie Adam here. Now, Liverpool come calling and... You've got to jump at the chance. Jump at the chance. Now, you could argue that it's affected his career negatively. But I think if if a big team comes calling, you've got to take that chance. It could never come again. Charlie Adam, he's never going to get a team even close to the stature of Liverpool. So, I don't know, it's a difficult one. And for somebody so young, that you just hope that he's got men around him. And I'm not talking about agents here. People around him that are going to advise him properly. People yeah. are going to say, look, if you make the wrong decision here, it can affect your career. Uh, or yeah. you, you could miss out on an opportunity that you're never going to get again. He needs to look at people like O'Connor. He's at Morton, and he's, he's no fancied at Morton. You've got to look at players like uh, Riordan. There's there's plenty of players, young players, John Fleck, that yep. young players that we've all built up, and just something's went wrong. Uh, a wrong choice has been made
1: along the way. Yeah. So and it's, it's going to be tough. The key thing for me is if, if it's a young player, uh, you, need to be, you need to be playing football and you need to be playing week in, week out. I don't think it does anybody any good to take a move somewhere else where perhaps they're not featuring in the side or maybe they're featuring in the side. They go two or three games and they don't do the business and before you know it, they're out the side and somebody else is in because I think the competition for places, if you move to a, 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 arguably a bigger club down in the Championship or maybe, maybe even the Premiership, I think the competition for places is far higher and it is at St Johnston At the moment, he knows he'll have a couple of bad games for St Johnson and he'll probably still get in the team uh, in, in the following week. Whereas sometimes if you if you, you know, if you you drop out the picture, it can be a long way back sometimes. Well,
0: Danny Wilson, take him as yep. an example. He yep. went to Liverpool for the, the big uh, payday and I would argue that he's still not reached the level that he was at at Rangers. And I'm not just talking about the prospect-wise. I think he's still not reached the level he was at when he was playing alongside Davey Weir. He was shown, uh, I was really impressed with him at the weekend there, but it's Aye. just he did take yep. a few steps backwards.
2: The thing with that, though, is it's difficult for a footballer. See, if a young player gets offered like stupid money to go down south, they might only get one chance at that opportunity. Exactly, can't, yep. 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 They, they can't not do it. Much as Wilson probably went there thinking, right, I've got faith in my ability, maybe play a season in the reserves or what, I might break into the first team. I think Stevie <laughs> May looks like a player that, I mean, last year, what, he was on loan at Hamilton scored about 20 goals a season, maybe at the start of this season, I don't know whether many folk thought he would be starting every week for St. Johnson he scored on again and scored over 20 a season again, Yeah, he seems to be a player that's not scared to work hard he works hard at his game You don't. I've not heard any kind of really negative stories about him no. off the pitch no. No. Whereby it's, it's, look, no. you look at Goodwillie, you look at Ryden you look at O'Connor, great talents all of them, but off the pitch
1: yeah. uh, he's, he's, he, seems, he seems to have his, his head screwed on and I like the fact that he's talking about um, extending his deal at St Johnston as well because he's obviously of a mind that if he was to get some sort of move somewhere else he's, he's clearly keen that St Johnston get a decent fee for him as well which I think um, for, for so many clubs like the size of St Johnston it's, it's so important and when, you, when you bring young players through and you develop them and they do move on it's important that you get some sort of financial uh, remuneration for it and they don't just go for a, for a free transfer
0: Yeah, they just signed him up
1: at the start of the season as well Yeah
0: Yep. So he he'll be benefiting as well if, if he signs a new contract uh, financially. And, oh, aye. As you see? You, you'd like to think that he's he's thinking a bit about St Johnston. I, I don't know much about him because, to be honest, you don't hear a lot about him off the pitch. Keeps himself quiet,
1: doesn't yep. He Keeps himself to himself. He's not a guy that's in the papers a lot or even doing a lot of media work either. I think he just I think he just likes playing his football, plays his football, and uh, keeps his head down, which is. Which is the right thing to do. And I hope I mean I I I hope I'm I hope I'm kinda wrong and I hope he has one of these guys that does go on to develop and, and become even better than he is already. Because he's I mean, if he continues doing what he's doing at the moment, he's he's, he's certainly heading for a um, for the national side on a on a pretty regular basis. And I think he's a he's the type of guy I think supporters like to see playing playing as well. You know, he's a guy that if he gets a if he gets a chance he'll have a shot and that's what you want. You want somebody that's got the confidence to have a pop for here, there and everywhere. And I think his whole style of play. Lends itself, as I'm saying, I think it lends itself well with this this sort of league. You know, where it's maybe not it's a technical aspect of it. Maybe isn't he? Isn't he fully there? But he's got the um, he's got the eye for goal, and he's got the ability to to win games and take chances, and that's uh, that's what that's what pays the bills up here. Yep, he's got the the cup final coming up, which is mm-hmm. the perfect
0: place to put his talents on show for for anyone looking Definitely. on. If he if he is deciding that maybe this summer's the time that he moves on the chance to make a hero of himself. So, out with those games, it was Ross County beat Kamarnock 2-1, which put Kamarnock second bottom. And it's it's difficult to, to say who's favourite to go down, but there's many now saying that Kelly are... I, I still Hibs. would
1: say that Hibs... Aye, I'd still yeah, say Hibs. Between Kelly and Hibs, I think, because it looks as though the, the other side's in there. I mean, that's a, that was a big, big result for Ross County um, at the weekend, so it looks as though they've got their their tails up a wee bit as well, and Smyrna and Partick Thistle both look decent, it was a reasonable game on Friday night too, whereas Kilmarnock, I mean, I think Kilmarnock need to rely on Chris Boyd, I think, to dig them out of this yep. hole, and um, you wonder whether his, his luck will run out at some point, and, and Hibs at the moment are just, phew, Hibs are just a free fall just now. Yeah, Well, one, one thing, <laughs> oh, oh aye,
0: aye, oh. Uh, the Edinburgh Derby, they're, 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 oh. I think there's a lot of positives, for Hibs after the second half I'll ignore the first half because they were pretty poor there, but I think they've got a lot of positives from the second half, apart from Collins who, look Greg, we play five-a-side 7 aside. side John I'm sure you're the same hitting an air shot like that now, I'm known for scuffing it wide, right, but hitting a full-blown air shot
1: Aye, not, not to get any contact on it that's so schoolboy so right. stuff and and I'll just... compare
0: that with uh, Ryan Stevenson Right, so we've got two, two, two players that are, are one-on-one with the keeper. Stevenson, yes, he missed when he lobbed it, but he had the composure to think yep. about it, to stop yep. and think, what is the best option here? A cheeky wee lob. Colin thinks The best option is to hoof it as hard as I can. That's yep.
1: just it's terrible. Aye, I think I think that one will haunt them for a wee while because there was a... I think Hearts fans were taking great delight in that that particular one. It's one of these. The commentators are saying, "Oh, you know, it's keeping them a wee bit quickly." That's nonsense, man. If you're in that six-yard box and the ball's bouncing about, you're ready to pounce on anything. It comes that anywhere near you, and, and not to make contact is just that's no excuse for us,
0: Well, for me, if that's happening to me, you're you're just making contact enough to direct it. Corrects the goals. You're not
2: heading the shot
0: the keeper. I think he was too busy thinking about the keeper. See that? She's a professional, John. You've just got to take it. You've got to. You've got to take it. You've got to think right. I'm getting the goal. If I get taken out and I get injured, aye. So what? Almost
1: the goal is what matters. In some ways, that type of chance is easier because you don't have time to think. 'Cause it's an instinct thing. An instinct thing is it's just to get your foot on it and turn it in the net. You don't. You're saying about Stevenson earlier and thinking which they do here and there. Sometimes that's where players go wrong. Whereas I think the chance comes to him so quickly. It's an instinct thing. You just you just put your boot on it. But I, I don't know. He's I don't know what he's been playing at. But he's he's nowhere near it. Yeah. But that that game was was a typical Derby.
0: Especially yeah. in the first half. Tackles were flying yep. in everywhere. Whenever yep. there was a chance of taking the ball and the man, they were going for it. it, was, it I really enjoyed it. McGamford could have been off after a couple of minutes. Yep, yep, I agree. agree. I enjoyed it as, as a neutral. I know that we had the, the hearts bet on. Uh, I had it on personally as well. But I was still a neutral in that and still, still just enjoying the football on show. And showing. I, did, I do like an end to a game like that where anything can happen. And McDonald making that save, he didn't know it was offside, it mm. was right at the final whistle. Crackstop. What a brilliant, brilliant save. And I quite enjoyed uh, Derek Ray's commentary during that because that was all, it was almost as if he was in, he is in the stands, but it was almost as if he was in the stands as a fan and yeah. the shot went off. And it was like, I could just imagine him getting off his seat and just getting as excited as, as other neutrals or, or Hibs fans would be. Just a brilliant moment. And then it turns
1: out that it was offside anyway. So yeah. it would be interesting matter. to see. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what his contract situation is. Um, it's, it's like McDonald. But I would imagine, be one or two sides would be looking at the fact that maybe Hart's slipping down down the division, whether there might be a an opportunity to snap a keeper up. I don't know whether he's still on contract or not. But I think for me, he's been. He's been one of the success stories for, for Hearts this season, playing on such a young side. He's he's cropped up time and again with, with big stops yep. and big performances. It
0: says a lot about him as a person as well. The yeah. fact that he stuck about, it could have been very yep. easy to jump ship, mm-hmm. but he stuck about and done well. And There's been a lot of criticism about uh, Danny Wilson throughout the season, but I thought I was really impressed with him. I thought he commanded the defence really well. Uh,
1: he's he's been another guy that's like I mean there's there's, there's three or four guys here that have done well. You know Wilson's done well, Hamill's done well, and Stevenson's done really well this season as well. And these these sort of four or five sort of senior guys in there, I think of, um, although they've not managed to keep Hearts up. I mean, I think the, the performances that we're seeing for Hearts just now is off the back of these guys playing alongside these kids all season, and they're benefiting from that, and they're learning from that. And if you look at the run that Hearts are on just now, I mean, they're, they're the form side, they're the form side in in that league. So. You just wonder if they'd get their act together, maybe a month or so prior to the um, prior to getting relegated, whether they could have, whether they could have done something about it. But I mean, it's they're, they're going to get down, but they're at least going to get down with a wee bit of um, a wee bit of pride and a wee bit of credit for the for the way they're, they're seeing the season out. Uh, interesting and, to see carry on, John. Sorry,
2: it'll be interesting to see what odds they start off the championship up mm. because and they are growing confidence every week, and I think there's been talk. I don't know whether it's going to be. Maybe two championship clubs in for Chris Boyd because there's rumours that Hearts are in for Chris Boyd as well. Yep, I've heard that. Yep. Yeah.
1: The
0: problem is with the uh, odds, John, is that they're nowadays anyway uh, they're they're largely driven by sites like Betfair, where punters are going on and setting the odds. Yeah. And perhaps it was like that in in the olden days when the the prices were driven by demand from the punter. But now it's getting driven by sites like Betfair and bookies are having to keep up with that and be competitive with that. And in this country I think that there's gonna be many team many people punting on Rangers to win the championship. So I think the odds will be skewed. Uh, regardless of whether Hearts really are the favourites or not, I think the odds will be skewed just because of uh, the fan base Rangers have and the fact that there's so much confidence in Rangers fans uh, throughout the, the history of a team called Rangers. I don't want to say club because I don't want to upset anyone, but uh, this the winning mentality, basically, uh, regardless of what's going on behind the scenes or regardless of how poorly the team's playing, right. Rangers I mean, fans have that winning mentality.
1: Yeah, I mean Rangers will they'll go to that league as been, that's quite rightly so being the favourites. I mean I don't I don't think there's any doubt about that. But I think there could be there could be really good value and other sides alongside that. And I think hearts, um you know if if you can get more than four or five to one in hearts to win that, I think that's I think that's a reasonable bet. I know you like an outside championship bet, Greg. How's yours like, coming coming along, Dundee United was it? It's, well it's um I, I I don't I think it's still alive. I've not checked my my bookie account for a while, but I think they're just letting me keep it alive to the end of the season in case Celtic go uh, get a business or something. and There needs to be a point reduction. So well,
0: there's a chance
1: uh, of that. It's, it's still, alive. still alive. Still yeah. alive until it's until the that trophy's been handed over. Then I'm I'm not giving up on that bit. Oh, but yeah, I tell but you I something wonder. else. All joking aside, you look at that performance for United and and Saturday and again. I've said this. Like I've talked about Aberdeen this season, I've said the same. with United, if they could, if they can start producing that type of performance on a on a on a weekend week out basis, then I mean next season they could be another side that's. I still think both are a wee bit shy of putting in a a real chance for Celtic, but blame me, it could be a real it could be a real close one, um, in terms of second place next year as well if, if both those sides get their act together early. United's got a bit of a problem,
0: though, and I'm sure that they'll disagree when I describe it as a problem, but they've got a problem that they've got so many decent young players. It's got to be attracting interest, and they'll almost want to keep them under wraps and say, look, just give us another season together,
1: and I think they'll perform much better. But... uh well, well maybe, so, maybe so, maybe so, maybe so, but I mean, it's 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 a case. Of, I think they've got the right staff up there as well that are, that are kind of keeping these kids grounded. I don't think they're yeah. get carried away with the with the hype and all the rest of it, which I think well, is a big plays a big part the in, is, in Greg, decisions they're, for young folk. They're keeping them
0: grounded by sending them on holiday. It's the most ridiculous <laughs> decision that. I've ever heard. Ah <laughs> I, well, the well, I, I, all... no one you're getting a big head. I'm going. to Pay for you to go and get holiday bags. There you
2: are. <laughs> See one country. See one thing, though, that's a positive. I think. See the fact that uh, Robertson get called up for Scotland when he's at Dundee United, that shows the rest of the young players at Dundee United that they can get called up as well. Mm-hmm. And if they buy into what Matt, Matt Martin is wanting to do, and you think Martin O'Mara'll probably find some decent players in the summer again. Then certainly, I think Dundee United and Aberdeen can certainly be kind of closer next year. I think there'll be a good, a right good battle between those two. Um, and it's no trust up to like Aberdeen and Dundee United to try and take points off Celtic. It's up to our teams to do it as
0: well. No, be scared to try and have a go. Yeah, I was. Was it Robertson won the the young player? Young player. You? Yeah, that's good. There was a lot of people a wee bit unhappy that May didn't win, but I think Robertson, I think, is a, a valid choice. Who are we to, to say who should win it and who shouldn't? I think he's a good choice. I think it's amazing as well the the career he's had, the 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 fact he's made that step up, aye, to the, the top mean, tier. He, which
1: I mean, he was he was playing amateur, wasn't he? Was it? He started Queens, off playing amateur.
0: Queens Park, it was that, yeah. Right, That's so a massive it's, step up.
1: It's a, it's a huge jump.
0: Yeah, aye. So well done to him, And Chris Commons won the the Player of the the Year, which I think there's no surprise there. We discussed this in the podcast and I'm trying to break down exactly what is getting voted on here, whether it's the best player or the the most important player. But I think the I think Chris Commons has probably eh, most people would agree that he deserves that with his goals. We always say that he's not a striker, and yet he's got a, a strike rate, a striker, a really good player for Celtic.
1: Aye, no, no argument with that at all. He's, he's he's been one of these guys that certainly in the early early part of the season was a was a stand And like you're saying, if you were if you were going to stick a couple of bob on and score first every week, you would be sitting on a on a tidy profit. So I no. He problem says
0: he says there's a lot to do with his withdrawal from the Scotland squad. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because I don't know about that. I'm thinking back to when he first joined Celtic and the form he showed in that first six months. That's kind of what I'm seeing now. And yeah. he was playing with Scotland back then. Yeah. So maybe age just catching up with him a little bit and he does need a wee bit of a rest. But I, I don't know if you can say that it's all about the Scotland squad.
1: No,
0: the I don't. Key thing. Can you go, John? The key
2: thing I think is when he first joined Celtic, he was playing as a left winger. He's now playing as an attacking midfielder and getting more opportunities.
0: And that's the key thing. No, the first season, it. he was brilliant. I thought he was brilliant the first uh, half season that he was at Celtic. It was one of those signings that, especially the price, because it was only five hundred, five six hundred grand. The kind of price, I uh, was a bit like, why, why did Rangers not get him? Apparently they were in for him, but it's a wee bit of jealousy there, the way he was performing.
1: Yeah, I mean, went I mean, back to the, the national thing, I, I don't see what I don't see what difference uh, not playing for the national side makes to uh, I mean he's he's not he's not he's not an old guy, he's still relatively young. Definitely so it's not. not like he's he's come to end his career. I don't see what difference that makes to a young professional football player. Mm-hmm. Talking about playing what an extra half a dozen, eight, maybe nine nine games a season. I mean thats I do not I d I don't I don't buy that for a second. I think he has I think he has to come out and say it to justify the fact that he's um he's jacked in he's international career and um it's, it's Scotland's loss, you know, because you look at what he's been you look at what he's been doing and you think you know, it's, it's a guy that could definitely have used.
0: Yes, yes. although we do have quite a few players in, in that kind of position
1: but, but perhaps not as prolific as he is, is and not playing at the level exactly. he is. Guys who are on for him, that's that's I've always said that about the national side, you need to be picking guys who are on for him. And, and this season he's been he's been somebody I mean he's he's won that award last night, so that tells you all you need to know about it. So I think it's a, I think it's a shame we've no we not been able to call on him to strengthen, but it's looking like a decent a decent international side as well. And I'm sure Gordon Strachan would have loved to have somebody like that to, 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 to include in the squad. You wonder whether he might ask him over the
2: summer, whether he maybe would be tempted. you consider it maybe. If Stratton was to mm-hmm. maybe say, "Look, you could be a kind of key player for us." Depends. Yeah. I don't know. I think all, like,
1: I think all the can kind of talk from comments is that he's not really interested at all. Um, it certainly sounds that way, doesn't it? I mean, it sounds. I think if you if you come out of that sort of agency, you're, you're wrapped in international career. I think it sounds as though you can't really be bothered, with it as opposed yeah. to anything else. Yeah.
0: Well, let's let's not forget yeah. that he's. Okay, I'm maybe going to say something offensive here, but for me, he doesn't strike me as a uh, Scottish through and through. It's not it doesn't strike me as somebody like the of us for example that there there's probably only going to be one option for us. I know that I could play for England if i if I wanted to through my my pants, but it's it's going to be it's Scotland all the way for me yeah. if I was good enough that is that's a major problem, but he doesn't seem like that type of guy. He seems like he would just play for whoever would pick him
1: yeah but i mean that that being said he's he's kinda. Of- you know, he's kinda of nailed his colours to the mast already, so I mean he's, he's he's made that choice and you would have thought, well, like I mean, I can't remember exactly when he decided to rap his international career. I don't know whether it was where Levine was still in charge or whether Strachan had taken over at that point. I can't remember the time. I, I think
2: it was under Levine. I
1: think. Was it was under Levine. So I mean, yeah. you look at that and you can say, right, okay, we've got a, a really pretty poor international side, and maybe it's been a need reaction and he's in these raptics. If you look at this, and I'm not saying we've got we've got a great team now anyway, but we're starting to pull results together. And you know, it's still, everybody's still got it at the back of their mind. We, we might just qualify for something. You think as a, as, a, as a football player, you would want a chance of going and playing at a, like a major finals. And I, I don't, I just don't understand the logic behind somebody saying, I'm going to chuck it, I'm not interested. You know, especially when you've got a few years left in you need to, go and a, to go and have a crack and go and represent your country at a, like a finals. It's, a, it's just, it's an odd yeah. decision for me. And I wonder if it's one that he's maybe. Like John says, he's maybe starting to regret a wee bit now. And who knows, maybe he'll, maybe he'll reconsider it, I don't
0: know. Well, it's slightly off-topic, but still along the same lines as you look at the, the England team and John Terry, how he must be feeling now, knowing That's that the, mm. his country's going to the World Cup and many mm. would tip him to be oh, taken aye. along and being first choice the way he's played this season. It must be so difficult. You, you must be such a strong person to know, look, that whatever happens... I know I made the right decision. I'm not going to turn for whatever reason. Yeah. I think
2: that situation was a bit different though in terms of he wasn't exactly backed by an FA
0: and... Yeah.
2: Yeah it was it was it was uh, different it was a circumstances. Very different
0: situation. Yes. But now the that uh, temptation must still be there. It must be niggling at him that there is this one chance left and Cobbins is pretty much the same, I would have thought. Yeah. That he's yeah. he's maybe got if he did return to Scotland he's got one big tournament, possibly two left in him if we qualify,
1: that is. Aye, I, I don't know, it comes back to this age-old debate with this sort of stuff, though. Do you, um, do you allow people to change their minds? Do you allow them to come back in? Or do you, do you stick with... Because, again, do you stick with the guys that have done the business the last few games? I mean, you, somebody like that turns around and says, oh, actually, I've changed my mind. How's he going to be received by the rest of the squad? How's he going to be received by the support, you know, the, the, the famously... Um, you know, fickle and passionate tartan army, I mean maybe they'll turn around and say, actually you've made your decision, mate, so see you later. I d I I don't know. I don't know. It just it just seems a shame just now that we've got a guy who's been voted by his peers has been the as been the best player in Scotland and we don't um, we don't have him to um, to include in, in national squads. But um like I say it looks as though it's going in the right direction there anyway, so maybe it's not maybe it's not a huge loss. The the Stephen Fletcher
2: situation was probably similar to Chris Commons one.
1: Mm. Um, yeah. And certainly, when there was talk
2: talk of Fletcher coming back, there was very much split split opinion about that. Yeah. In terms of whether, like Luke he said, look I'm no interested, should he be asked asked to play it again? Because it's that whole pride in playing for your country. Whereas it's at times you think, do these players really care? Yeah. When they're getting
0: paid all that money? Uh, yeah, it's changed days definitely. Uh, when the national team was was the pinnacle, really being picked, getting that one cap, was it? And now it's about whether you can eke out another fifty grand a week, yeah, and get your image rights sorted and get this kind of oh no, I don't want to go into that the whole negative side of football.
1: Yep. What about the um, about manager of the year? Ted McInnis. Think about that. I think it's a
0: difficult one if we're starting right at the top. It's a difficult one for Neil Lennon to ever win that because people expect him to win the league. Him. Hmm. Winning the league is met with a muted applause. He needs to win it emphatically. Uh, he needs to look at cups. He needs to look at European football. I think that's such a hard thing for, for him to do, to win that award, which I don't know if that's right or wrong because, well, if it was all about winning the league right now, it would, Lennon would be winning it every year. And I don't know if that would be right. I don't know. I think that to see another manager... Pu- uh, take a club to punch above their weight Stuart McCall yeah. for example I think that he's done a brilliant job with, with Motherwell, he's consistently getting them punching above their weight but is that consistency taken into account on a season by season basis, I don't know this season Derek McInnes potentially two league finals he's got a cup in the bag uh, he had that uh, uh, a semi-final that's not, not to be sniffed at and pushing for second place
1: yeah, the, the the problem I've got with these awards is I, th- I think they I think they announced them and I think they award them far too early because I mean I will give you a situation let's say for argument's sake that St Johnson go and lift the Scottish Cup and you look at you look at Tommy Wright and you look at the squad he's got there and you look at the budget mm-hmm. that he's working with arguably they might finish fourth fifth maybe third in the league gets some into Europe again. To my money, that's that, that's who manages the season. is only uh, uh, conversely, you look at McInnes, who again could be left in a Scottish Cup, and who could conceivably having his team finishing finishing third. I don't know. I don't know if second place is still within United's grasp. But you look at that, and you think, you know, I don't. I think they just jumped the gun a wee bit early with this. I mean, I can't, in Terms of the current standings, it's difficult to argue um, against. Sorry, uh, against uh, McInnes just now. I said McInnes with McNamara, but. Um, he, he's got silverware in the bag so I can understand why they've awarded it but I just think with three games to go where there's still so much to play for the dish the, these the awards it just now especially for a manager I think so. I, I think it just devalues it a wee bit uh, yeah, well, I think this happens every year doesn't
0: it where there's many people ask why and one argument I was hearing about was that it was trying to persuade players and staff to hang about uh, at the end of the all, season yeah. they want to get away from Scotland as quickly as possible. Uh, so th- there's a bit of that, but even so, you could still hold it a wee bit later than this. I, it could
1: think, still be think...
0: the the week before the final game. Yeah. There's no reason to be this early.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I don't. I think it's. A, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a difficult one to, to call, Especially when they're doing the nominations. What must have been about two two three games ago. So you're talking maybe five six games to go. In addition to the nominations, I mean, it's I, I just, I think there's a, I think it's a shame, you know, because I think whoever goes on to lift that Scottish Cup, and if it's if it's St Johnston, then for me, the, for me, the manager of the year Tommy Wright. Considering what he's got to work with and what he's achieved in there, I, I think it's him all day long. Stuart McCall, I think, is, is done really well in the league, done it for seasons, but our cup record um, excludes him from that because our cup performance this year has just been diabolical. So that takes him right out of the frame. Neil Lennon, again, performances in the cup, not good enough. Takes him out of the equation. So for me it's really it's really down to um uh, right or um writer I think pro well, I think McInnes probably did deserve it on
2: just a slight edge. In terms of like see St Johnson, okay I might win the Scottish Cup final. But I don't know But can I, in terms of six places they've not really kind of pushed on since terms of low mass in the league. Um, If you look at us in terms of, we could potentially be going from ninth in the league to second in the league.
1: Mm.
2: McInnes has has reformed Aberdeen um, in terms of kind of league performance, and there seems to be something there about him in terms of bringing the first trophy to us in a while as well. I I would be inclined to say, oh, my, McInnes are right, but I just think in terms of overall performance the season, I think McInnes does deserve it. Uh, I
0: think it's good uh, that there's arguments for both. So, we're not sitting here saying that it's completely wrong. So that's positive. And the same side, in terms of.
2: That could, you could say if Dundee United end up finishing the third and they win the Scottish Cup, do they then deserve maybe? Does Martin Mara deserve? Yep. The Marjory yep. for some of the football Dundee United have played. Um, it's good that we've got. At, at the moment, we've got a kind of good few Mara's in the
1: league.
0: Certainly. Well, Gary McInnes, Locke. McInnes Gary McCall, Locke would deserve a mention.
1: See, so if yep, you look nah, at the
0: league table for 2014. Uh, Hearts are sitting something like 6th or 7th in the league. I think he's done a really good job to to keep that team performing, to keep that team basically turning out and putting in a shift when it could have been very easy to give up. They really did try and fight to get back those 15 points. Yeah. I, mean, so I, I think, think that I th- deserves recognition, perhaps not a manager of the I, year award, but definitely recognition.
1: I think had he, had he managed to keep them up... Um, Given the given the point deficit and the transfer ban and all, all the rest, of it, I would I would definitely have agreed with you. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a shame because they're, they're just coming into, um, coming into form now. But if if you're going to if you're going to ask somebody who's got the harder job, Gary Locke and Neil Lennon, it's Gary Locke all day long, isn't it? Definitely, yep. All day long.
2: I tell you what, if they hadn't had that points deduction, the bottom of the tape, that bottom six should have been yeah. Yep. Between <laughs> no, sorry, two points between the bombs. That's. Yeah, but Bye. it's hard
1: to make it any tighter, but yeah, it would have. Yeah. Ah, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be some finish to the, some finish to the season. Just yep. as well with into just that playoff play, so.
0: That's it. Ah, it's a, a good move, Scottish football. And it'll also be interesting uh, next season down uh, the very bottom in League 2, where the team's worried about the right, relegation from yep. the, the top tiers as we know it now.
1: That's right, that ridiculous safety net's finally been Friendly been whipped away. I can't <laughs> yes, yes. Can't, can't even say I've followed the Lowland League much.
0: Was it? Was it Uni that United? What it this year? Apparently they've they've been doing really well. i I tried to get them a phone. so like, I used to go to Stirling Uni, can I get a game? But nah, <laughs> they, they want footballers. So I... what the what the boys used to play for Tal? But
2: he's at Stirling United, so he's been playing for them.
0: Yeah. So
2: uh, that's probably why they do so well, you know, success and all that. But there's no even, see on the BBC website,
0: there's not even uh, anything about the Lowland League. Like, it's as if it doesn't exist. Aye, the BBC website took a dive, I'd say it's a few years back now. Don't know if there was a budget cut or what, but they, they really seem to cut back. See, if you go to the Darts section, for example, <laughs> I know this isn't the Darts <laughs> podcast, but if you I, go to the Darts section, they don't mention the PDC at all. It's the BDO, and that's, that's it. it. It's as if it's not recognised as... They don't even bother about it. They don't bother about what is arguably the bigger uh, DARS competition.
1: It's... Well, that's, it's, it comes back to your age-old argument about the BBC and the stuff they should be covering and the stuff that they ain't covering. It's supposed to be a national, a national service, a national broadcaster, yet they only, they only seem to be keen to cover the, the a bigger English uh, leagues and games and they kind of ignore everything else. Yep. Aye,
0: aye. You're right. But one thing is, we've got BBC Alba. BBC Alba has at least committed Flying to the Scottish flag. football, Flying and hopefully the they continue with the the playoffs this season. I, it's good. It's good. Definitely and I've started listening to the commentary as well. See the the Challenge Cup final. I was listening to the commentary. No idea what they're talking about, but it was it was adding to the atmosphere. You could get yep. the excitement. Yep. I from watched, the uh, commentary.
1: I've watched I've watched um, quite a few of the Alba games now, and the the commentary does not. Um, put me off in the slightest not in the slightest and I think it's it's been one of the success stories the uh, last season so the fact that we've now got this this channel that look Lucas um not just covering the games they're obviously doing some, some of the half time interviews and some of the background sort of stuff as well I think it's I think it's really positive that Alba are, are looking at these games and picking them up and showing them I was hearing that it's doing better than BBC4
0: in yep. terms of penetration for the available audience yep
2: Oh, penetration for the available audience. Is that a different channel?
0: (laughs) Very childish, John. (laughs) All right, so we'll move on. And I'll mention Rangers for a wee bit. Mm.
1: I was at a couple of games. I want to hear about the title party. I'll I'll, I'll start
2: League Spartans are top of the Lowland League. Are they? I managed to just find out that I...
0: After doing some research. So I went to see Rangers twice... I went to see him play Air United and I was a wee bit disappointed. I went into the Ladbrokes outside Ibrox and I wrote out a slip saying that I wanted to put a bet on Moffat, first scorer, and Rangers to win, knowing that Rangers often lose an early goal and Moffat's the top scorer in the league and we've had him in the charity bet before. Took it up to the desk and the guy just looked at me and he says, you need to put in a score. And I said, no, I don't. I just want Moffat to score first and Rangers to win. He was having none of it. Eventually, what? we had to get somebody over to say, oh, aye, that's a valid bet. Aye, don't don't worry. He checked his computer. Now, this is Ladbrokes. This, this is a, probably the biggest high street bookie up there alongside William Hills. And they couldn't give me odds on Moffat scoring. They could give me odds on Jig scoring first and Rangers to win, that kind of thing. But not Moffat. That was poor.
1: Uh, it's just ridiculous.
0: Anyway, I didn't score first so I I, <laughs> I went on I went online and put it on bet three six five so I lost money there. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to have a wee moan about lad books. Oh and the guy gave me my bet slip back as well. I just I said what, what use is that to me? So I gave him it back and says, You put it in the bin. Chucked it at him. I didn't quite chuck it I'm polite more polite than that. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on. The Stranraer game. At the weekend there was uh, the sad news that Sandy Jordan passed away despite him his cancer been well publicised for the last over a year and probably two years now. It still seemed to be a shock to me and to many that he'd passed away. The last I'd heard was that he was he seemed to be doing a lot better. He'd come to a Rangers game which he hadn't seemed to have done for a while, and it just I don't know it sneaked up. Sneaked up on me and and many others that I've spoke to. So they had a a bit of a tribute at the weekend there. It was was supposed to be the title presentation, which it was at the end of the game. There was supposed to be a card display and so on, but they they cut back on a lot of that out of respect for Sandy Jardin. Before the game, they had a minute silence. They had a a video on the screens in the stadium. Of a kind of, not quite a montage, but that kind of feeling. Uh, of just an interview with him and a couple of clips of uh, games, it was, it was it was pretty pretty good, pretty appropriate. Uh, at the end of the game, it didn't seem as as celebratory as it was last season. I think because Jardine, uh, yeah. McCoy's made reference to him and dedicated the the title win to Jardin There was a, a presentation the trophy. They did walk around the stadium, but it it was a bit muted.
1: Yeah, compared. Yeah, to I mean, it's it's, it's it's one of these things as well. I mean, I don't. Obviously, you, you, you just hear that what people are saying you know, after the event, but it kind it, of it, it comes across that he was, he was obviously one of the good guys. You know, just I think you can you can sort of judge by the the tributes that are getting paid to him from well from all quarters really. And I, um, I suppose the only positive for these things is when something like that happens if you, you that sort of reaction as is, as. Is, um, that's a forthcoming, then you can take some sort of comfort for the, for the fact that he was a guy that was obviously respected and, and genuinely liked throughout the game. So, yes, and um, you, we Saturdays. mentioned uh, throughout the game,
0: I think yeah. that uh, it transcends uh, yep.
1: football yeah. rivalry. All the, nonsense, and
0: yep, all the nonsense. I noticed while well, I was at Ibrox tonight and uh, I was managed to park uh, next to one of the, the gates. Uh, just next to the Broomloan, mm-hmm. and I stopped to have a look at the the tributes that had been laid down for him. And there was at least two Celtic shirts. There was a couple mm-hmm. more Celtic scarfs. I, I seen Peter Lowell lay down Aye. a wreath for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently he knew him personally. So that kind of thing it, it, it brings us all together, really. That uh, we're all we're all football fans together, but, and ultimately we're all humans together. And forget all the nonsense when, when things like this happen.
1: Nah, I think I think it's a it's a sharp reminder that the boys playing the game at the moment, just out there was a guy that's I'd been there and done it back in the back in the days when, you know, football players were not getting paid, you know, fifty thousand pounds a week and all the rest of it, but he's still he's you know. Played back then and he's still held in such high regard now. He's a guy that's been there, seen it and done it all and and done it on 200 quid a week, not 50,000 quid a week. So I think that that hits home a lot of football fans as well. You know, one of these guys that just did it because he liked playing football. Yes,
0: exactly. Yep. Uh, It's all about the passion for him, all about the dream. Yep. Yep. Aye, so, uh, aye. They also had a minute of silence for him at the game tonight, which again it was surprising. Uh, I suppose it was it was a It was Aye. He, he was as we mentioned earlier. He was he, he wasn't just it wasn't just a, a Rangers player. He was somebody that was uh, acknowledged throughout Scottish football. Uh,
1: well, so he did an international career as well, you know, and years at Hearts too, and that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's only right that it's. He's um, passing his marked, uh appropriately. Yep. On a
0: a bit of a, a lighter note, when I was at Ibrox this evening, I was in the the members club. Probably something that's cost far too much money, hundreds possibly into the thousands for for the uh, entry to the members club. There was some photos hanging on the wall, and I t- I took a photo. I'm going to put it on the forum forums dot 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 uk. And it's a picture of Willie Waddle being presented with a medal from the Daily Mail. Now, I'm sure the Daily Mail thought that they were doing a good turn doing this medal, but the thing is, the medal was presented because he'd it, it had an injury prone period, and the medal is too Willie on lasting 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, that's a wee bit cheeky, that. That's, a, that's a, wee <laughs> a wee bit of history. So did you know, um, did you know go and get a shot of the bike? I had a good look at the bike. Come on, uh, that, was, that was your opportunity to go and get a shot of that. That'd have been a great picture, a shot of you and that bike. See, Never that mind a medal.
2: If that was, you'd preserve a bloody gold medal for that, a knighthood. <sighs> the
0: thing is, uh, the place was kind of open, so you could just... I probably shouldn't have, but I I did wonder about. So I, I wanted to respect the place. And I was in the trophy room. I did have a good look at the bike. I didn't want to go on it. <laughs> uh, I was uh, looking about. The manager's room had a, a key code on the
1: door. Oh, aye. Right. So I, oh, you, I. You must have tried the obvious one six nine zero, surely. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: no, I, I didn't try because I,
0: again I wanted to treat the place with respect. But I did have a wee nosy about. It's just a, such a nice a nice stadium because of the history really involved there. It's just back in the day when they really used to push the boat out to make such grand
1: rooms. When they had some
0: money. <laughs> well, spend some money on the place. It's really it's something that you're just not going to see in any of these new stadiums
1: that, that pop up over there Did you get in the dressing rooms?
0: I I went in. Uh, that's, that's when I met uh, Owen Coyle. Because I all went right. in, because he was in there and I, I poked my head and I says, Look, I'm a Rangers fan, so all right, if I just come in to have a wee look about. He's like, oh, Aye, yeah, aye, come on in. So the guy I was with was a Dundee United fan. They started talking about Dundee United. I was like, <sighs> I said, I'm a Rangers fan, we're in Ibrox. So I asked him, asked him if, he'd, uh, uh, if he'd seen the, the Queen, because there's a picture of the Queen just above <laughs> oh, the door as you leave God. the home dressing room. Oh, dear. Uh, there's another there's a there's a, a larger picture in the dressing room as well. So I said That'd to him, Oh, aye, did you see the queen? Did you give her a wee nod as you went out to the park? He said, Aye.
1: I spotted the queen. I didn't give her a nod. Yeah, big <laughs> Selick man on coil, he? Big and Sephora. That's mental, a picture of the queen in the dressing room. That's nuts.
2: Oh, <laughs> did they all touch it before they go out? God,
1: oh man. aye, that's what they do, aye. Is
2: it is it is it visible in the changing room or is it only when you go outside?
0: No, no, it's visible. There's a there's a, like a, oh, a really large. Aye. There's a large picture uh, on the wall, and then there's oh. a, a smaller picture on the uh, above the door as you leave. That's that,
1: mental. That's uh, terrible. That is mental.
0: Oh, come on, this is Rangers we're talking about.
1: That's the stuff they've got displayed in the wall. Imagine what they've got squirreled away in the cupboard somewhere up <laughs> the stairs. Well, the stuff they're not. Allowed to put it. God save the Queen and all that uh, Bowler hats White gloves and all that Upstairs William of Orange (laughs) (laughs) There's William of Orange
0: Scarfs outside getting sold by the touts But no. We still went and
1: got a shot of that daft cup What's that daft cup they've got The Loving Cup The Loving (laughs) Cup Got a shot of that I never seen it I never seen it in in the trophy room I was looking for it though no, I never seen it. Still my all time favourite clip on YouTube, that of uh, what's his name? What's the boy? Craig Chrysler. Craig Weister on a drink at the cup, the Queen. <laughs> yeah, they do magic. that every year,
0: Greg. Ah, That's magic. because it was given as a gift and the conditions of the gift was that they toasted the reigning monarch in the first home game. <laughs> the uh, year the new year oh so that's what they do it's tradition Greg you don't oh, get that seditions. it's the teams like Motherwell Oh, it's, it's the Queen such doesn't a...
2: even support Rangers
0: She does I've seen her in a Rangers talk oh big Christian Aye.
1: Palace fan the Queen Aye.
0: no she's a Rangers Aye. fan no the thing is I can't even say what she was all right. saying it's alright Greg I got it podcast. I got it Greg don't worry no, no, I didn't. it was F B. this F B. that <laughs> <laughs> one is up to her knees that kind of thing. She's, she's a right Rangers fan. Right, we're moving on to the predictions.
2: Well, ah, I'll tell go. you something about the predictions. See on the forum. They're no, they're no live yet. What's oh, happening?
0: John, I've, I told you I've had a busy day.
2: Uh, no, I've had a
0: busy day. I was playing football oh. at, at Ibrox. I've not had the time. This means I need to, go and to log
2: in the forum again to add my predictions later on in the week. <sighs> Jeez, so, eh? Jeez, so... No. I've got core. I've got studying numbers here doing and all that. That's why I'm taking a break from the podcast to get away from it.
0: <laughs> Don't you worry about it, John. See, when this podcast finishes, I'll put it on the the website. Right. good. Right, right, okay. There's no tele televised games at this weekend on Sky or BT or whatever, which is a bit annoying, but disappointing. So Saturday we've got three o'clock games. We've got Celtic. What? All sets them three o'clock. Hearts versus Killies on Sunday. Sunday. Uh, but as far as I could see on the, the resource I check, there is nothing on the telebox. Well right it's getting to that time of the season. Get the fans at the games. Big clips. Uh, uh, Right, okay. C- Celtic against Aberdeen. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick my neck out here and say a Celtic victory. I know this is unusual, but I'm gonna go for a Celtic victory. I'm gonna go for
1: three one. Seventy one in Aberdeen to win this. Seven to one. That's seven a, to one. That's a pretty generous price. They're not going to do it right enough, but it's a good price. <laughs> uh, two, two Celtic. Two one Aberdeen. sh you putting money on that, John?
2: Well, I'll see. I might do. I might have a wee. I'm on, I'm on a stag doing this weekend, so depends on where the junks I've had.
1: Who do you, you go to Vegas?
0: Vegas.
2: Oh, Vegas aye Vegas! I Wolfpack in Vegas. No, <laughs> no as no as glamorous as that Edinburgh.
0: See, John, the thing is, right? I know you use a lot of like with sheep when you're. No on a stag do.
2: What are you talking so, about? We're no Aberdeen fans.
1: But when you're on a stag That's do, going. these things happen. So You sell up the, the, the Birkin here, John. Oh, tell them aye. Greg sent you.
0: The triangle. Oh, oh the Birkin here, they do a great pint in there, Greg. Oh, I <laughs> Did I tell you the no. night I was in there when they had the Emmerdale on the, the, the screens, <laughs> we went in and the guy came up to us and he says, look, don't I worry, we'll get, uh, after Emmerdale, it's the, the football, we'll put that on. So we've,
2: just, gone from Wolf bit... Park, we've gone from Wolf Park to
0: Will Park? <laughs> just, I see what you did there. It just it was a bit strange to have the... On one <laughs> on one side you had Emmerdale, on the other side you had um, whatever. Right, Hibs against Partick Thistle. I'm going to go for an away victory. 2-0 to Partick Thistle.
1: Aye, Thistle for me as well with this one. I was, I was pretty impressed with him again. Uh, Friday night. And I, there was a big rumour that Callan Higginbottom was spotted going into Easter Road. On Sunday, so yep. this. And somebody space. was stirring
0: it saying that he had a pen on him. I had a pen? <laughs> oh, That's <laughs> brilliant.
1: Pen. That is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Which is clearly a clearly <laughs> a sign. So, I, Thistle for me as well, I'm going to go 3 oh, 1 go Thistle.
2: Yeah, I'll go for 1 Thistle. But see, on the subject of Higginbotham, he's a player that kind of, a few of us, kind of boys at our sport, Aberdeen have said we wouldn't have mind having him at the club. He's a kind of player that can kind of create something out of nothing. They're a good I, kind of Player to have about, I think.
1: I, I, I was surprised we let him go at the end of last season. I think had, had we not signed McFadden, I, I'm pretty sure he would have uh, we would have offered him a deal because he was he, he was decent for us last season and he's been he's been good for Thistle again this year and he's a guy that's desperate for a bigger move. because Because his face was chipping him when we let him go because we came back back to Partick Thistle and he's acting like a dick the whole time because he's he's blaming Motherwell because he's having to go and play for Partick Thistle. So he's, he's he clearly thinks he's better than. Better than Mary is just now, so it wouldn't surprise me if he was sniffing a move at somewhere else, the bandy legged we so and so that he is Going to play the champ because so going to play in the championship, what happens that season? That's right, did the championship, we didn't the first division, we got yeah, bandy legged wee <laughs> <laughs>
0: So
1: was how what the- score did you go for, John?
0: One nil to thistle. One nil, right. Okay, Inverness against Dundee United. Now we've went for minus one for Dundee United in the charity bet, so now that's my hands are tied it's That's banked That's, I've, got, I've got to go for it I've got to go so Inverness are not going to score Nope Dundee United are going to go for three then Yeah, same as me three nothing two and out oh, Dundee United Right then the next one is Motherwell against St Johnson and I think Motherwell's going to bounce back with a heavy defeat I'm going to go two one <sighs> same as me mate edging at two one a nervy two one I'll go for
2: oh, aye, St Johnson I've got a pretty bad away record haven't
0: I um, aye, 2-1 very well Mirren against Ross County too close to call so I'm going to go for a draw
1: 1 apiece oh man that's exactly I was going to say that as well I'm not going to go uh, the same result <laughs> 3 times in a row
0: Saint Mirren, 1-0 oh I'm going for St. one now. Copycats. Then on Sunday, we've got Hearts against Kilmarnock. Now, this is at three o'clock. Now, all I can think is that it's on the Sunday because Hibs are at home. Yep. It's because I'm going to start doing
2: it. I don't believe you carry it. out on the Friday and Saturday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I so saw it's at three o'clock. For no reason other than the police not really been too happy. I think I'm going to go for a home victory. I
1: think Hearts are on a bit of a run here. I'm going to go for 2-1. There's, there's some sort of statistic with this game. Somebody's got a terrible record and I think it's Kilmarnock. I think they have an appalling record at Tynecastle. Might be worth checking that one out, but yeah, I agree it's with you. Better bit of who's scored.com required then. I
0: oh, think that's
1: so. a good site. I think there's a I think there's a I'm sure the last time this fixture came up there was a, a horrible statistic. Uh but I agree with you, hearts hearts for me as well. Two nothing. Uh, I'll go for two
0: 0 two. Right, that's us for the predictions. There's games on the Tuesday, but we'll predict them next week. Yeah, Tuesday the sixth, sorry. And the Rangers' last game is this coming weekend against Unfernland and then that's the the lower leagues done, other than the playoffs. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the the tele deal for those. Mm. Could be exciting.
1: Could be. Yeah, got... I think there should be some good some good games down there.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, the playoffs is an exciting time. We've not quite got the excitement levels down from down in England, but still exciting. I enjoyed
1: my time. Because yeah, I mean, that's an... a if... beat them firmly. If Dundee if Dundee go up this Saturday, who who's likely to finish second? Hamilton, Aki still in there. I think it's
0: it's pretty tough to call really, because Hamilton's sitting second, sixty four, Falkirk sixty three. That's too mm-hmm. tight. Queen of the South is is there out of it. But aye, it's exactly what you wanted, eh, for a for a league to come down to the the final game. Yeah. You've got. Uh, Falkirk play Aloha who are, they're, they're trying to avoid the the playoffs on the way down and Hamilton is at home to Morton who See. have decided to go on a wee bit of a, yeah. a revival yeah, when they, they were either relegated or very close to getting confirmed relegation. See the Kelly Hearts it's Hearts that have got a bad record Is it?
2: The last six games uh, Kelly have won five of them there you go. I knew there was uh, a, there was a and stat in there. There's no a draw in the last one, two, three, four, five, six games. I don't know whether previously to that, any draws. So I might, seeing as the predictions aren't up on the form, I might change my prediction. We'll <laughs> see. Oh.
1: oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, if, whoa. If, if, if it's written in the black book, you can't change it. Uh, what
2: you put in I've not no, no, no got a black book. Um, also as well. Oh, uh, the, we all but, bad. but my black book. We're over it's... two and a half goals scoring in Kilmerich's last seven games in the Premier League.
0: <sighs> that's, your, that's your bet
2: for the weekend.
0: John, over if you're two... changing the prediction, you're going to have to tell me, because this goes in the black book. Well, see, I might. Text you and like, you know. Well, it's written down now. Tough. Because, see, I mark it in the, the black book, and then I highlight when people get scores correct. But then, if it's not me that got it correct, then I don't mention it. For example, John, you got the right. Hibs Hearts game correct. Aye, I got and
2: I got I got another one. I got two results, right? I think I got St Mirren against Partick. That's all right, maybe.
0: You did, you did. Yep. Right. Aye, aye. If I like, see, I've had a highlight that. Just okay. so, um, just so I can mention it. Uh, Chris, well, he's not come on because he says he's got better things to do this evening. But he had Aberdeen St Johnson, right? And yeah. Hibs against Hearts. Uh, I think I, I, did I not hear as well that he's gone above you in the the mini league. No. Oh, oh, oh. No, oh was, that
2: no, not, no. was that not to be included?
0: Oh, oh dear. No, no, no you shouldn't have mentioned that. That's going to annoy Aye. me, John. Because, no, I started off so well. But I just peaked too early. Very poorly. I peaked too early. Aye. Right, we uh, need to do a bet for first scorer.
2: See, I forgot to mention earlier, by the way, that Johnny Hayes won goal of the season for the score against Celtic. It was a good goal. It was a good goal. And also it broke the clean sheet record. The minutes the minutes record?
0: Yep. Aye. aye, aye, aye. Was a good goal. I'm sure Forster will disagree with that, but aye, I thought it was a good goal. Um. So aye, we need to try and find
2: a wee first goal scorer. bet.
1: Who's Who's Dundee's top scorer?
2: Is it McDonald? Is he McDonald at Dundee?
1: Let's have a wee look, because I think Dundee are going to get off to a flyer. Aye, that's
2: what was my thought,
1: thoughts were earlier. Aye, McDonald. Mm hmm. Who's, um, who's, is Craig Beatty there as well? Craig Beatty at Dundee now?
2: Aye, I think he scored
1: at the weekend. Aye, he did? Yep. Even money, Craig Beatty. Even money? <sighs> even money?
0: Hey, you're kidding me
1: on. Martin Boyle, 23 to 20. No, wait, no, you're talking see, about I mean, any time scorer, surely? Any time scorer, I'm talking
0: bars. Oh, see. You can't trust them to use the internet is this, correctly. Is this, right? is
1: this, do you know what? It's this McBuki site. It's hmm. this McBuki site. I'm saying no. I'm saying nothing else. Let's well, Pierre McDonald. First goal scorer. First goal Aye. scorer. It's McBuki's site. You realise a drop down says you. first goal
0: scorer or any time goal scorer. I first, first goal <laughs> scorer. <laughs> they've got
2: Chris. They've got Christian Nardi as well. <laughs> Christian Nardi.
0: He scored could, first could
2: beat again. Forty-one. Aye, but is Craig Beatty starting games or is he coming off the nah, bench? I don't
1: know. Yeah, I He's coming off the bench. I know, Just... no- I know
2: nothing about the lower leagues. Aye, same. Don't know much about them. <laughs> uh, well, Mac- McDonald's 3-1. Uh, McDonald's start, so does Naddy. Nadi scored first at the weekend, so that means McDonald's score first this weekend. There we go. I like that logic. Right, though, okay. though the other, mind should know, that would be a, quite a far out bet, would be Gavin Rain and possibly his last game for Dundee. Gavin Ray, <laughs> blame <laughs> What's his odds? Uh, 16.
1: Aye, oh, uh, hey, am McDonald probably. I fire it in whoever's good for Dundee. They're going to come out. Right, flying. okay. We'll
0: go for Peter McDonald. Three. Oh, it's Derek. Derek Riordan, Arlo now. Where did I miss that? He was training with them for a while, but hardly when he was still there. He basically said he, he just he wasn't good enough to be offered a chance. But was... well, if he's if he's officially signed with them, then obviously he's he's hung about and still trained with them and been given a chance. But it
2: was a Ryardon on the bench for Arla at the weekend.
0: Right, Pierre MacDonald, 3 1
2: to score first against oh Barton. So that's us, we'll be winning just under a hundred pounds then this week in the charity bet, That's good. Aye. That'll take us, that'll take us over the five hundred pound mark. McBookie might as well just give us the money now. Aye, and we'll we'll see what
0: can happen with the playoffs. Aye, we want some bets in the playoffs, definitely. Bye. McBookie had good guys. Good guys, McBookie. Right, is there anything
1: else you wanted to mention in the podcast?
0: Mm-hmm. bank.
1: Forgot to mention Stevie Hamill's five hundred appearances. Oh, in aye, aye. Well done to Stevie Hamill. It's not often you're going to see that.
2: Two different, two different, two uh, different parts of Motherwell career as well. You Was it? Where they went to?
1: Uh, South End.
2: To be spelled
1: South End. Come back five hundred, and I wouldn't bet against them. Putting another 100 on that as well. I think the record is 560-ish when they bet against them topping out the record either. How old is he? Oh, this is his early, early 30s, I think, Stevie. Aye. Aye, there was a... Mm-hmm.
0: Could be worth a wee bet, Greg. Mm-hmm. But bookie are good at custom odds. I'm going to be dropping them a line then. Aye. Right. Well, if that's all, I made it through the
2: podcast. I, you think made, only, I well, you did disappear a few times, dis- John. I uh, bet it was just minor. It was minor. Did, you, od- did you? Audience replace, never
1: even realised. Did you replace your broadband by two tin cans and a bit of string? No, I'm using the boys' laptop. <laughs> oh, because they <there's> no pop-ups appeared, <laughs> and I get so, you, John.
2: Aye, uh, but it was not. It was still a There was still a couple of times it disrupted tonight. So, but certainly a lot better than mine. <laughs> Still try the Ethernet cable, but we we'll see, because so far the Slap has been pretty good, apart from last week when I started doing an update about 10 minutes before the podcast, a lot about it lasted about 50 minutes.
0: So,
1: uh, right. Maybe
0: you can claim it on expenses. How you on, your, on expenses through you, aye? Aye, through the podcast, I think. Well, aye. what you can do, right, is see if you put in a claim form.
2: We'll claim see, form see how it, aye. it goes for there. Aye, claim form rejected. <laughs> Might get lost in the post, in the post
0: aye.
2: <laughs> right but a thanks scent.
0: to two of you for coming on and thanks for waiting for me coming back for my, my goody trip to Ibrox aye the good excuse aye. illegal activities I'm telling you I was a wee kid running about that pitch but it was good enjoyed it right but thanks again for coming and thanks for listening and we'll speak next week yep right. See you later.
1: cheers cheers Bye.